This is Christopher Radiant Fire Radio, and I'm back. I have another article that I want to uh, let you listen to. These are some thoughts that I had. You know, the body of Christ is dumb. The leadership in the church is dumb. And I'm not coming against them just for... for uh, there's nothing I get out of coming against the church. It doesn't. You know, it draws negative attention to me. People think that I'm mean-hearted, cold-hearted. It, 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 you know, the whole bowl of wax that just... What I want to be in is a church worldwide where everybody loves each other. And the church follows its own rules. You probably have heard they have a... Uh, the guy from This Is Us is doing a movie about some some bad things that have been happening in the church. And I got into a little bit of a discussion with my mother about this because she was saying it's bad, it's bad that they're that they're making this movie and they're exposing all of this darkness. And I, I, I said, Mom, I said the reason why they can make these type of movies about the church is because the church is not cleaning itself up. The church is seeing people buy $5,000 suits in uh, luxury hotels and luxury cars to go preach for two hours. And they're ripping people off. You know, they're stealing their money. You know, you got to pay $1,000 to get a, a prophecy. You know, you got to sow your seed so that you can get healthy. You got to sow your seed so that you can be blessed. All of this foolishness that's going on in the church. And the leadership in the church does nothing about it. They won't talk about it. They won't bring it up because they're afraid that someone's going to call them judgmental. You're being a judge. And Jesus said, judge not lest you be judged. Judge not. And I'm going to take the high road and I'm going to be good and I'm not going to say anything. Paul didn't do that. Peter didn't do that. John the Revelator didn't do that. And I don't know where we got this doctrine in the church that we can't correct, we can't excommunicate, we can't deal with the sin that's in the church. I, I, don't, I don't know where this came from, I don't know why it's out there, but people absolutely believe this and they follow it and they, and they think they're, they're okay. Um, hence what, I just, what I'm about to say. What revival is not. Change is needed in the body of Christ. As the darkness gets darker, the remnant is being moved in position to be used of God to bring the supernatural into this earth realm. Many people in the church think that they know what revival is. It is sad to say and even see that people still have no idea why God gives us the anointing. No idea. I often marvel at how people do not understand the importance of honoring and reverencing the Holy Spirit when he moves upon us. It's sad. You know, the power of God falls in churches and you see people talk. You see people just completely disrespecting the Spirit of God. If someone's out in the Spirit, you make sure that you go by them and stomp on the floor because you don't want them to 
to experience everything, the fullness of God, like they, like they, you know, like they should. It's, it's selfishness. I still see people taking the Holy Spirit for granted, acting as if the Holy Spirit is always going to be amongst us. It seems like a lesson that should have been learned when God stopped the revival over 20 years ago. What does it take for us, his children, to recognize his presence and not just take it for granted? God has been doing some powerful things in our fellowship. It has been awesome to feel the presence of God in such strong ways, but I still see people treating the presence of God as a light thing. This bothers me in my heart. The body of Christ in general in the United States is about to go under severe persecution. And who knows what God will decide when this occurs. God may decide to not allow us to feel his presence when this deep persecution comes in its fullness. I hope he doesn't do that. God may decide to allow his presence to be upon us to do signs, wonders, and miracles, but he may choose to keep us from feeling it the way that we do now. I don't think this would be a punishment, so to speak. However, it would be a swift reminder to never take his presence for granted. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but the lack of reverence for the Holy Spirit stopped the revival that God was doing over 20 years ago. And I'm talking about uh, Brownsville. You know, people took that revival uh, not seriously. God said, I've had enough. You're not going to keep trampling on my Holy Spirit. And that's the end. Shut it down. And we've been going through a dry period for, for all of this time. I don't, I don't like this. You know, I have the heart and the, uh, the mind of Caleb and Joshua. Kill off everybody who's not doing right so we can, we can go on and get our inheritance. We can get our promises. We ain't got another 40 years to be messing around. If you can't see <laughs> the world is on fire right now, it's on fire, it's fire, burning all in different places, burning. We don't have another 40 years to waste. We got to get it together now. Revival is not what we feel. I've seen and observed a revivalist go through severe trauma, yet the Lord uses this revivalist to speak and bring the presence of God so strong that it changes the whole atmosphere. Many people do not understand or even see what this revivalist goes through on a day-to-day -day basis. It doesn't matter what this revivalist is currently going through. They have the complete ability to yield to the Holy Spirit, no matter what they feel. This overrides any of their personal feelings. Their job is just to bring the presence of God to his people at all costs. I honestly don't feel like the body of Christ understands that it's a great price that is paid by these revivalists. Many people look at the fame and notoriety of some prophets, teachers, and evangelists of the word of God, and they believe that this is a sign that they are revivalists. This is the furthest thing from the truth. I'm not saying these prophets, teachers, and evangelists are bad. What I am saying is that the body of Christ has the presence of God twisted up. The body of Christ really doesn't understand what God is saying and doing right now. 
our eyes are fixed on the wrong thing when it comes to revival. We believe that revival is big crowds and long services. The greatest revivals are taking place right now. It's in the small, hidden places where the ground is hard and the only and only the anointing can destroy the hardness of that ground. A true revivalist doesn't care about all of that. They know what their job is, and their job is to bring the Spirit. They are just to be the vessel that God can use at any time, under any circumstance. They give the Holy Spirit a vessel to work through so that the Holy Spirit can meet the needs of God's people. It's my prayer that the body of Christ soon realizes this mistake and gets it together. We don't have another 40 years to waste in the wilderness. God is moving right now. With or without the body of Christ, his truth is marching on, and his revivalists are open to do whatever he wants them to do. Church, if you're listening to this podcast, get it together. Get it together. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. We got to change. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later.